Monday, November 6, 2023, MMA OB Daily Podcast. Adam Martin, Big Marcel, we're going to preview UFC 295, the 30th anniversary card for the UFC. I'm looking forward to previewing this, Marcel. It should be a good card. I know that we obviously lost John Jones and Stipe, guys. It sucks, but I do like the replacement fight between Aspel and Pavlovich. I think you said today, Marcel, we lost another fight, Aliyev and Veski. Uh, we might get a replacement for Veski. I've got to be honest, that one fight, it's a little strange on this card because it's two like, guys that are not American and you know in New York, but uh, still, it's still a good fight that we lost. So I'm disappointed by that. But uh, let me check how many fights we have right now. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And so we got 12. We still have 12. Hopefully, we'll have 13. Um, let me get some comments really quick and then I'm going to ask you about the card. Fun card. Yeah. 30th anniversary with zero promo. He was the only most current USE pays them. There's not much promotion for the 30th anniversary card. Right. I do think it's a very good card, though. What do you think, Marcel? They have that that round table on the on, on YouTube right now with the with the six of the eight fighters of UFC one. On the, on the, that's really fun, I think, to watch. I still have to yeah, watch. Yeah, I haven't it watched that yet. I, yeah. I saw them throw that. It's cool, eh? Yeah, I'm gonna I watch that. that. Yeah, they've done like a decent job with with highlighting the historical part of it. But like, I also agree with Glenn. I don't see much advertisements. I think if Jones was fighting Stipe still, you, you, it would have been a little different. But, you know, let's be honest. Like, Yuri and Alex are amazing fighters, but they're not that that same, um, like, star power that John Jones has. So I, I think the UFC is probably like, fuck, we just lost such a huge fight, you know? But, again, they're making so much money right now. They don't even care. Nazim's out. Nazim, yeah. Uh, is he out? Nazim out? I, I know Narula was out. Ali. Oh, but no. The... You got to be kidding me. Was there another I don't... fight? You're, uh, Todd, you're sure you mean Sadikov or do you mean Aliyev? Or yeah, Aliyev? Todd, what's up, man? Uh, but are you, I hope you're, I hope you're, uh, I hope you're wrong. Because <laughs> fuck, dude, I don't like. We just lost the fight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if, it, if I'm seeing anything. I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise if we lost another one. I'm not seeing anything. He must have got them confused, right? Like, that's what I'm yeah, guessing. Maybe he means Narula. I hope yeah. you mean Narula. Because <laughs> the Narula fights off. All right, he watched it. This guy uh, Knox, he watched that uh, documentary. That's cool. Okay. All right, I'll Marcel. Ask you every time, what's your overall thoughts on this card? UFC two ninety five. Um, to be really honest, it's kind of underwhelming for a thirtieth anniversary card. You know, I think it's a fun fight. Don't get me wrong. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's a, don't get me wrong. It's a fun card, but I mean, think about it. There are zero current champions on this card. You know. I know. I noticed that. That's, that's very um, odd. Alex said it. Oh shit! Alex said it. Behunin. Let me see. Oh no! Did he? Behunin. He lost the second fight. You gotta be kidding me! I can't. I can't believe that. Well, I'm. I'm I got the. Uh, I, I got the. Um, uh, the bow order right now. And uh, shit. What do you say that? You could try I don't see him. Man. I mean, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me though. Anyways, um, we'll see what happens. Um. Let's get into the card, guys. So we're at, yeah. Okay, so let's get into the card. We'll start with the first fight in the card. I'm using UFC stats, by the way. Again, as always, I like using UFC stats. That's supposed to be the official uh, bout order. First fight in the card, Dennis Bazookia against Jamal Emmers. Odds for this one. Emmers favored Marcel. I think he's the biggest favorite in the card. He's minus 250, which I think that speaks volumes to, like, the match being in this card because it's very tight fights, like, as far as the odds go. Jamal Emmers is the biggest favorite in the card at minus 250. And then you got plus 210 on Dennis Bazookia. Marcel, go ahead, give your pick. Um, yeah, I think it's 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 I like Bazooka a lot, but Jamal Emmers is so underrated, you know what I mean? I think Jamal Emmers got screwed in his last fight against Jack Jenkins. I think he won that fight, he lost split decision. Uh then he he actually fraud checked Kusan Ashkabov. <laughs> That's a fraud check, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, 
for that he lost to Pat Sabatini. He did what he actually didn't have to do. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, oh. I, I'm, I'm going with uh, with Amherst. By the way, uh, I yeah, just got I a message it. that Nassim is still in so far. So I don't know. Oh, really? Okay. I do see I see what Todd's saying, though, on James's Discord. Mm -hmm. If you guys aren't in that Discord, go in that Discord. It's uh, James Lynch's VIP Discord, and uh, you can get through his Patreon. We're all in it. You know, the, Alex breaks news in there. He doesn't necessarily tweet them out. Alex Bahuna, we've had on the show, great dude and uh, well-connected. I think for now, Marcel, until we get confirmation, we will talk about the fight. But yeah. just be warned, guys, it might be off. Anyways, you're taking Emmers, right? That's your pick? Yeah, I'm taking Emmers. I'm taking him by decision. That's my pick, too. But, like, I, I don't know, man. I mean, the guy is kind of, like, mid, in my opinion. I don't think he's great. He's, what, two and three in the UFC. I thought he won the last fight, but again, it's too close for comfort. And against uh, Bazookia, like, I know Dennis lost his debut against Woodson, but it was short notice, and there were some things he did well in that fight. I mean, the guy is a pre pretty good striker. Now he's a full camp. I think this fight's going to be very competitive. I actually think that there could be some value in Dennis here as a, as a big, big dog at plus 210, but I'm not willing to take a shot at him. I mean, he does have some advantages. He's a lot younger, right? He's fighting at home. He's a New York guy, so he has some advantages, but I That's do think true. Emmers is probably the better fighter. I'm going to take Emmers by decision, but again, I think Bazooka could win this fight. We're going to say more so. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think Bazooka is fighting actually at home. He's from uh, the Sarah Longo team, right? Yeah. Um, it's I possible. But I, yeah, but I, listen, man, I like Bazooka a lot, but I got to go with Emmers. Same. So we have the same pick here, but we both kind of feel like it's a fight that, you know, could be a live dog situation. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Flyweight boat between Josh Van and Kevin Boreas. Minus 245, Josh Van, Kevin Boreas, plus 200. I'll start on this one, Marcel. I don't know about you, man, but I, I like uh, Josh Van quite a bit in this fight. Yeah, me too. I, I, I was so impressed by his debut against Jalgas. Took it on super short notice against a guy with a ton of experience. I know Jalgas is cut now, but just going into that fight, I mean, most people thought Jalgas would win. Josh Van is only 22 years old. He was only 21 when he had that fight. He's 8-1. and one. He's finished all of his fights except for that one. Um, he has, I think he's been submitted once, but overall, very, very good prospect. Fury FC guy. Again, he has his feet wet in the UFC. He landed 120 significant strikes in that fight, won a decision. I, I, I was impressed. I thought he looked good and 22 years old, super young. Now, Boreas, don't get me wrong, man. I thought he looked really good. I, I'm not going to say his nickname, by the way. I don't want to say it on the podcast. I, I, you can read it if you want, Marcel. <laughs> Go to UFC stats. I'm a little surprised they, they, uh, they have this nickname uh, uh, listed. Well, uh, El, El Gallo Negro. I, I don't want to say it, but yeah. That that, that means uh, what mean, that uh, doesn't mean again. Uh, El, El Gallo. It means El Gallo again. It's the black. Is it chicken? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a black rooster. I think it's a black rooster. Yeah, that's what. What was that? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Um. Anyways, what was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, no, I <laughs> know, right? I got chopped up. Listen, the guy. Looked good on the contender, right, against Victor Diaz. He came in there as a huge underdog and won the fight. He was He's only 25. He's going to turn 26 in a couple weeks. It's impressive, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, I didn't think he win the fight, but but he ended up winning. But, again, like, I like the, how the other guys got the feet wet in the UFC already. That's that's what I really like here. And, again, I, I just – Victor Diaz is not in the UFC. Jogos was in the UFC for a while, and I understand he does a bad record, but, like, Jalga should have won at least like three or four of those decisions that he lost. So I, I just thought what Van did there to me proved he's in the UFC caliber fighter, whereas Boris, I don't know yet. 
I think the fight might be somewhat competitive, but I just think Van wins. I'm I'm like pretty confident in here, Marcel. I feel good about Josh Van in this fight. I'm picking him by decision. I feel pretty good about him. What do you think, brother? I feel the same way. I think Josh Van is very good. That's actually funny. Who do you say that Anglonize is his uh, name? Because it's spelled differently, I think, in Vietnam, where I come from. Um, I really like the guy. I think he's very good. Uh, we saw him against Zalgas. He was supposed to fight in Contender Series. Actually, he was supposed to fight Kevin Borjas in Contender Series. You know? Oh, that was the fight that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they rebooked pretty much that fight. Um, I think Van wins. Van is really good. I really like what I've seen so far from him. Uh, I'm going with a decision here. By the way, just a little yes. update. I just asked... Uh, uh, Sadiko's side, and they say everything is okay, so I don't know what's up. Alex might have confused the Norello fight. It's possible, eh? Yeah, I have no idea, but I don't want to discredit Alex because he's great. Here, so I... He's always right about stuff. Yeah. I know, exactly. He must have heard from the others. Maybe they're lying to you, Marcel. It's possible, That's right? possible. That's po I don't say, I'll just say what I get what I get told. That's all, all I say. For now, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll break the fight down, yeah. but it could easily be, be scratched, guys, so just keep that in mind. Looks like it's scratched. That's what we're hearing. Why fighters pull a one two before the card? I guess fight week injuries, jitters. I really don't know, brother. They don't get paid, so injuries fight. Yeah, you're hey, true. What's up, man? Glad to have you here. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. Da, da, da. Every Sean time Cass I see the I, every time I see the name true, I have to think about True Jackson, the the show back in the day, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. This is another fight that like I kind of feel it should have been an apex fight, but it's on this card. John Castaneda versus Kyung Ho Kong. Don't get me wrong, like they're both pretty good fighters. I'm just I'm surprised it's on this card. That's it got shifted, dude. That was supposed to be on November 18th. They got shifted to November 11th. That's what I thought. Because I, I had the uh, my like bout orders, and I had it for the Paul Craig card with uh, Alan, yeah. right? So yeah. anyways, I guess they needed to fight on this card. They filled it in. All right, so the odds for this one. Pasanada, minus 150, plus 120 on Kong. You know, Marcel, I actually think this will be a competitive fight, too. And again, yeah. the odds are, are close. Yeah. You know, both guys are good, man. Kong, Kong has been in the UFC for 10 years now, guys, and he's very underrated. His record in the UFC is 8-3-1 no contest. That's a very good record. I mean, the guy has proven time and time again he's a UFC caliber fighter, and, and no one really talks about him. He's not a contender, but I don't think he's even ever – he's won one bonus in his in his 13 fights in the UFC or whatever it is. So not the most exciting guy, but he knows how to win fights. And then you got Castaneda, who, um, you know, what is his record? 3-2. and two. But I think he's looked really good. I, I think I've been impressed by him, Marcel. I think he's had a, a solid run in the UFC so far. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a good fight. I like this fight. I just again, I just think it's a little um, off that it's on this card because to me, this is like the perfect fight for the Apex. I, I see quite a bit of grappling in this fight. Both guys are are very willing to go to the ground and, and grapple. Um, my lean is John Castaneda just because I, I feel like he's. Um, Got a little bit more upside here, Marcel, but I think Kong can win too. I'm not, I'm not betting on this fight. I'm staying away from it. I'm leading a decision here for Costa Nada because Kong is very tough, but uh, I could see Kong sneaking it out too, honestly. So pass for me, Costa Nada decision, pass for bet. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's a fun matchup. I think I think it's uh, they were really competitive with each other. By the way, John Castaneda can be my brother-in-law anytime he wants because I think his sister looks really good. I have to say it. I'm sorry. Um, Okay. Yeah, all you guys gonna run to Instagram. I know better do that. Um, Kyung Ho Kang, uh, super underrated guy, man. I think he's really good. I think uh, he doesn't get the the, the credit he deserves. Uh, everybody counted him out in the Kinona side as well. I pretty much picked also Kinona's, but big mistake for me, you know. 
and they're not going to make that same mistake again, dude. I'm, I'm picking Kang here. I think Kang gets it done. I'm picking him by decision. Uh, I really like the dude. I think he's underrated, like I said, yeah. and uh, I think he wins. But I think it will be competitive. Fun fight. Yeah, he's definitely got a chance. There's, there's, a, there's quite a few dogs in this card that I think have a good chance. I think there's on this card, Marcel, there's most of the fights I'm like, oh, I don't want to bet on this fight, for instance. You know, like I just think a lot of them are, are very close matchups. Um, I picked him against Quinona, so I definitely know this guy's solid. Um, it's good this comment. Van Borius, Prospect, Prospect. Yeah, they usually don't do that, but uh, the UFC wants to keep that fight together because it was supposed to be a contender. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. We got Jared Gordon taking on Mark O. Madsen. And odd for this one, Gordon minus two hundred plus one sixty. Mark Madsen. Um, I don't know about you, man, but I, I, I I'm kind of going to fade Mark Madsen here. Um, he's uh, thirty nine. He looked really bad against Grant Dawson, in my opinion. I mean, before that, he looked decent, but you know, overall, like pretty favorable matchups. I think against like other guys, he, you know, could, could out grapple, but you know, the striking. I, I just don't think he has a well rounded game really. Whereas Gordon, like. He can grapple, but I think his boxing is decent. And against Bobby Green, man, I thought he looked really good on the feet before that headbutt. And then even against Pimbley, he should have won that fight. I know he also lost to Dawson. I get that. But I don't know. I just think there's more here. And, you know, he is the younger guy. Like, Matt's in 39. You know, uh, what's his name? Gordon's same age as me. He's 35. Not, not like it's super young. But, you know, I just feel like I feel better about Gordon. He's also a New York guy. He's fighting at home. He's from New York City. Um, I think you'll have the crowd behind him. And, and here's the other thing. I think the cardio is in his favor, too. So I could see Mark Madsen winning the first round here, Marcel, and then Gordon slowly taking over as the fight goes on. And then either, like, a late finish or, or a decision. But uh, I, I like Gordon in this fight. I think he wins the fight. He's another guy that, you know, uh, is one of my more confident picks on this card. Uh, Jared Gordon by probably decision slash third round stoppage, maybe. But, yeah, I like Gordon here. What do you think? Um, yeah, I'm with you there, man. By the way, check your WhatsApp and don't share it. Um, yeah, I, I think Gordon wins as well. You know, uh, I really like what I've seen from Gordon so far. Um, he got that, that weird ass headbutt against Green, remember? Um, and Matson, Matson, I feel like Matson is getting older, you know, and I wasn't really like impressed in his last couple of fights. Uh, he can try to go for takedowns, but I think Gordon will somehow stop them at a certain moment. I, I, I think we'll go to decision. I'm picking Gordon, Gordon to win by decision. That's how I see it going, pretty much. I don't know. Is Adam still here? Apparently not. So, guys, uh, what a beautiful day today, right? I mean, uh, what else can I say? Um, now, actually, do you guys hear me or is Adam gone? Let, let us know because Adam is, like, freezing for me. Um, do you guys still hear me? Let me know. He's Adam Adam Martin. I'm Mick Barcel42. So, um, okay, you guys can hear me. I see Nox's uh, <laughs> message. I don't know what's up, man. I don't know. Um I hope uh, Adam can fix it anytime soon. I will message him right. He's gone. Bye, Adam. Um, I'll message Adam. What's up? Uh, I don't know. Hey, dude. Where are you at, George? Where are you at, George? Um, yeah, what should we talk about, guys? Um, I don't know. I, I don't have anything to talk about pretty much than this card, you know? So it's... Uh, I hope Adam is back soon because uh, I, I'm talking bullshit right now. So uh, I don't know. Madsen and Gordon both Abdul Aziz are on day. Glenn asks. Yeah, I think they are. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. What there we go. I'm good. I have no idea what happened. I don't know either. Are you guys good? Everyone's okay? More yeah, guys? we see you again. 
All right, awesome. Sorry about that, guys. I don't know what happened there. Um, all right, let me get the comments here. Adam, uh, I told you before you start the podcast, stop downloading that porn. You know, dude, I just like <laughs> I just clicked off of the X on all the porn videos. All right, uh, Madsen Gordon, uh, I think they are both Ali, you guys. I'm pretty sure I think yeah. so too. He gets yeah. his 20 percent. Yeah, big Marcel. Any breaking news? Uh, they're breaking off to the north. Uh, yeah, there's nothing on the shop. Nothing. Only fans what, for no. John Castaneda's sister. That's who Marcel sent me a picture of, by the way. No, no, not only fans. No, 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 no. Send me a picture of Ask Castaneda. Go, 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 go on Instagram, guys. What's your no, prediction? You asked me, what, you what ask me how I know. I mean, yeah. when I go to Instagram and I see pictures from fighters, sometimes they have their relatives on the same picture. So that's how I know, you know. But by the uh, way, you, yeah, you picked Gordon too, right? By the way, I didn't hear you. you yeah, Gordon. yeah, Gordon decision. Decision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going to pick Bone Bones here, Stan Collectibles, obviously, but like I think CP has had a chance. You know, I don't think he's a complete write-off. Baki Duwambe, that's in PFL, right? I think. Yeah, must be a Euro UFC card. I'm pretty sure they'll go to London like next March, Glenn. I would imagine, right? So, all right, let's go to the next fight. I think, fight I think they go to Manchester, but we'll see. Manchester, yeah, one of those cities in England. All right, the next fight here, guys. And this is one that's kind of in dispute now because we're hearing it could be off, but at this point, it's still listed. So, Matthew Tadikov or Slav uh, Borsev. And Easiest August fight on the cards, pick. Easiest fight? Mm -hmm. Minus 130 in the Dean, plus 110 Slava. I mean, I'll let you go first then. Who do you think? Nassim takes him down and he wins the fight. That's pretty much how I see it going. Listen, Borsev has zero takedown defense. Uh, Borsev is pretty much a striker. Um, very fun striker, by the way, and that's why they matched him up with Mahashate last time out, you know, because Mahashate was going to strike with him. Sadikov is not going to strike with him, yeah. you know, maybe a little bit, but he takes it to the ground. And he, I think I think Sadikov finishes first round submission. That's how I see it going. I like him too, dude. I like him too here, man. So we got it's not dog, but you know, he's only minus 130. I, I was surprised. I thought the odds would be higher. I know Slava's got power, but. The takedown defense is 35%. It's just bad. It's just bad. Sadikov is more well-rounded. Um, I know you use that fence, like the foot in the fence thing against was it, uh, McKinney or whatever. You kind of grabbed the fence. Or if hand on the fence, she's not even foot. Kind of, you know, broke the rules a bit. But, hey, ended up coming back and winning that fight. I think – I've been elder probably I guess he got bailed out. I get it. He got bailed out by the cut. But still winning the fights, finishing guys, finish that guy in contender. You know, again, a New York guy. I think most of the New York fighters win on this card. I think Sadikov wins a decision here, Marcel. I think he takes. Why would he even strike with uh, Slava? Yeah, there's right? no reason to. Yeah. Mike Davis took down Slava nine times, and what's the other guy? DKC eleven times. He just has really bad takedown defense, and even if it's on the feet, it's not like Sadikov sucks as a striker. He's good, you know. So, I think he's got quite a few advantages. He's younger, southpaw stance too. The grab, and again, the grappling is just huge in his favor. Slava. Can beat the guys that are just strikers like a Mahashate or Dakota Bush, who's just not UFC caliber, or Chris Duncan, who's just, you know, again, like, like he's like decent, but like, again, more of a striker. But when you take on these guys that are so well rounded, like a Sadikov, yeah, I don't like the matchup. Sadikov, what do you think? Decision? Submission, first round. Submission, holy fuck. There you go. I mean, Sadikov has finished a lot of his fights, so I don't blame you at all. So the next fight here, guys, Alessandro Costa against Astro Boy Steve Urseg. And uh, yeah, I mean, this fight's not bad, not bad as well, Marcel. It was supposed to, what was the fight originally? It was Matt Schnell, Steve Ursek. Yeah, right? Matt Schnell, Steve Ursek. Yeah, I love Steve Ursek in that fight. I don't think Matt Schnell is that good, personally. I think he's very, very hittable and, and breakable. 
Anyways, this fight, actually, the odds are, it's interesting. The odds actually went down, even though Costa's taking the fight in short notice, but minus 155 or say plus 130 on Costa. What do you think, man? It's actually a really difficult fight, I feel. You know, I think Ertz like, look really good against uh, Dvorak, you know. Costa also kind of looked good. And I think he also looked good against Albazi until he got finished, you know, in the third round. He did pretty well. He's in a good team, right? He's fighting, he's, uh, he's with uh, Diego Lopez, Alexa Grasso, Lupita Godinez. He's in a good team, you know, and uh, I think he might surprise here. I'm not sure. You know, I think it will be a super close fight. Uh, I think Ertzak probably be the favorite here, but, uh, man, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Costa wins. I think I might pick Costa here, maybe by a close decision. I think it will be a fun fight, really fun fight. Yeah. Yeah. You think Costa? Yeah, I would take – I think I could take Costa, yeah. So there's a dog pick for Marcel. Roof, roof. There you go, another one. <laughs> I'm leaning Ursek, you know, but I like I said, I'd like him way better against Matt Schnell. Like, this is more of a uh, tougher fight, I think, just because Costa is dangerous, man. Like, we saw against Jimmy Flick. Looked fucking yeah. great in that fight. But again, that Amir Abazi fight gets brutally knocked out. I think Ursek is just good everywhere. Good striker, really good grappler. Looked great against David Dvorak. You know, he won a bonus, even though he didn't finish the fight. Like, that shows you how dominant that performance was. It was very yeah. good. I have to pick him. I mean, I just, I, after that fight, I was like, okay, I'm definitely picking Ursa against whoever. And again, another thing I like, you know, he's just a lot bigger, right? He's four inches taller. He just looks like a bigger guy. He's just a big flyweight, one of the bigger guys. I do think Nono is good, though, Marcel. That's his dick in Costa. I think he's good. So I think this fight is interesting. It's not a lock for like the guy of the office. It's my pick. Pardon? He looks like the guy from the office. Who? Ertek. Which guy? Uh, Michael, what's that? Michael Scott? Like um the office. Uh, Steve Steve Carell, like the yeah, main Steve guy. Carell, yeah, yeah, he kind of yeah. does a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but more like when he was in 40 year old uh was it 40 year old virgin. That's like one of my yeah. favorite movies of all time, by the way. You've seen that? Oh yeah. fucking classic, eh? Oh my god, that movie's so fucking funny, bro. That is uh I, I, I could quote so many things from that movie, but yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Anyways, and you know what? I'll tell I'll say this, Ponto, he's right. If Nazim's off, they could do that mentalish and Slob, like they, they could match up the two guys. That's what they would do, I would assume, right? Even though yeah. it's not fair to those guys, they didn't train for each other. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here. We got Tabitha Ricci taking on Lupi Godinez. Odd for this one. Lupi's favorite. She is minus 150, 170 now, plus 140 on Ricci. I don't know about you, man, but I, I like Lupi in this fight, Marcel. Like, she looked. I thought unbelievable in her last fight against uh, Elise Reed. I know Elise Reed's not very good, but you know, when Lupi's on, she is one of the better fighters in that weight class. It's just the inconsistency, right? That's the problem. I just think with that new camp she's with, she won three straight fights now. That new camp she's with, with Grosso, it's not a new camp, but she just got there a few fights ago with Grosso and those other girls. She looked great. And really, if you look at it, five and five of her last six fights are wins. The loss is to Hill. It's not a bad loss to have. Hill is a good fighter, and, and she's learned from that fight and got, gained experience. I like Ricci. I've, I've actually picked her in all of her fights except for Fiora. I'm actually perfect on Ricci's fights, so I'm 5-0 in her fights. I really like her, obviously. But I mean, who wouldn't like Tabitha Ricci, right? But I don't know, man. I just think, like, she's she's so reliant on the grappling. I don't think it's going to work here. And, like, her striking, to me, is not good at all. She's super hittable. Negative striking differential. And I don't know. It just seems like she's just been hanging out with her new boyfriend a lot of the time. Like, I don't know, man. I, to me, it's just not, not a good spot for her. I like Loopy here. She looked so good in her last fight. I have to keep the, the hot hand going. You know, she's only two years younger than Tabitha. It's not like they're super, you know, far off in age. Loopy by um, decision. I think it'll be um, 
you know, it won't be easy to take down Ricci, but she'll get her down and she'll she'll hold her there for enough time to win the decision. That's my pick. Lupi Gonia's by decision. What do you think? By the way, again, like I said last time, Lupi with her hair loose, she should go by Lupita. She looks like a fucking gangster. You know, yeah. she's awesome. So she should go by Lupita. Lupita Godinez, look who comes there, you know, uh, against Tabata Ricci. I think it's a fun matchup. I really like it, actually. Um, man, it's, it's kind of difficult, man, because Lupi has been inconsistent before. You know what I mean? And with Tabata, she actually only lost to Manon Fioro in a, in a yep. higher weight class. Yep. So for me, it's like, I don't know if it's recency bias. So I also feel like I'm going with Lupi here by a decision. But... I won't be surprised if Tabata gets a win because I think they are very well matched here. I think it's a fun fight. I like it a lot. Um, one of the better fights on the card, I think. Definitely on the ground, this will be fun. So, uh, yeah, but I'm going with uh, with Lup. If she does her hair loose, I'm going with Lupita, and otherwise I go with Lupi. <laughs> ah, that's funny. All right. Um, go to the next fight here, guys. It's the first main card fight. We have Pat Sabatini taking on Diego Lopez. First off, what do you think about this fight opening the main card for the 30th anniversary curve? The they should have. What do you think about that? They should have kept Frevolo against BSD there. I, th I think that would be the perfect opener. That would be a banger. I think this is more of a ground technical ground fight. This one, yeah. you know. Again, I think it's a good fight, but this is more of a yeah, fight that's on, on on like a fight night card. I, I think. I don't think this is like this should this like the rest of the cards. Like the, the last top four fights are all definitely pay per view quality fights. And this might be a good fight, but I just it seems out of place to me. But that's all I'll say. Odds for this one, they're close, Marcel. Very close. Minus 120, Pat Sabatini, plus 100 on Diego Lopez. So basically a pickup fight, but a lean towards Sabatini. Um, your pick, Matt, friend. What do you think? This is a typical fight where people, and I'm probably as well, going to get with recency bias, you know what I mean? Because we saw Diego Lopez against Evloev, you know, he got a, did a very good fight, he lost the fight, and then he got that great win over Gavin Tucker. Pat Sabatini, at the other side, has only one loss in the UFC, and it was against Damon Jackson. Overall, he did very well in the UFC, completely destroyed Lucas Almeida in his last fight, which was really impressive to me, you know? So I understand why he's a favorite here. I think it's a super close fight. I think Diego is really good on the ground. It's actually Alexa Grasso's BJJ coach. You know, he also trains with Costa, Godinez, etc. Very fun fight. I think it can go both ways. I see this going to a decision. I'm going with Diego Lopez, but I'm not sure. This can also go to Sabatini. It's a close fight. It's 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 going to be a ground fight, I think. It's going to be an absolute banger. Uh, going to see a lot of fun grappling ex exchanges, I think. Um Diego Lopez for me decision, but hey, don't yeah. put I, this is a fight I would stay away from to put money on. Well, I'm I'm with you, rough, 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 like a second dog. I know he's only plus 100, but still technically a dog. I'm going with Lopez too. You know, Sabatini is good, don't get me wrong, but here's the thing even if he takes Lopez down, which he probably will take him down in this fight because you know, Lopez's takedown defense is not good, I still think Diego can like sweep him or like do something on the ground from the bottom too. Like he's just very exciting and like, very dangerous everywhere it goes. So I think he's going to make it very. Um, difficult for for Sabatini to ever like just really rest and, and can stay on top and just hold them there. I don't think that's going to happen in this fight. I think it's going to be um, Lopez constantly working, and I, I do feel like you know the the cardio will be in his advantage as the fight goes on too. Kind of, um, I think it'll be a competitive fight. Obviously, that's why the line's so close. Pat will probably have a lot of success early, and I think as the fight goes on, you will see um, uh, Lopez win the uh, win the fight down the stretch. I was looking back at Sabatini's first fight it was against Tristan Conley. Connolly won the third round and 17 held on for dear life. That's kind of how I feel like this is going to go, you know? 
I, I'm thinking Lopez by decision. I think a finish is possible too, to be honest, but Lopez by decision is my pick. We both have a consensus dog here. Let me get some comments. Um, Lopez never, no, for sure. He's, he's an exciting guy. Not Sabatini. Did you notice that Blaze Jelton's team bones were announced a little bit back in July? Yeah, whenever they announce those that early, that happens. I'm fine with Diego Lopez on pay per view to say he is good. He is good. He, he does have a lot of finishes, so it's possible for sure. I like I like him too. True. We all like. It looks like we all like Lopez here. It's interesting. Um, yeah, that's the thing, right? The the Damon Jackson fight. I think Damon just his brother just passed away. And he had so much like pent up energy and just came out and clocked him. I don't think anyone expected that in that fight. So mm-hmm. you never know, man. Every fight's different, right? All right, we both have the same pick here, Marcel. We got Diego Lopez to win this fight. And let's go to the next one here, guys. We have um, – I think this is my pick for Friday tonight. I don't know about you. Matt Favola against Benoit Saint-Denis. On to this one, Benoit Saint-Denis is favored here, minus 230. Matt Favola plus 185. I think this is like – I can't say it's the best fight in the card because the two title fights are awesome, but I think it's the third best fight in the card. The best non-title fight. It's just a fucking exciting fight. I mean, both guys have been – Absolutely ridiculously red hot. Um, sort of Ben Wong. I mean, the guys won well since that beating at Zaleski. We're all like, oh man, this guy, you know, is not good. This guy's kind of got fraud checked there a little bit, right? Like, after being undefeated on the regional scene, comes after that, comes from the UFC and wins four straight fights by stoppage and looks amazing in every single fight. And remember, he's now he's back at lightweight where he should have been the whole time. As a lightweight, he's never lost. I mean, the guys look fucking amazing. He's basically destroying everyone, laying them to waste. His striking is ridiculous. His ground game is ridiculous. Like I, I think the guy's really good, man. And then you have Favola, who's again a guy that came in the UFC that you know lost a couple fights at the beginning of his career. Marcel just wasn't looking that good. He's been chin checked a few times, but lately he's been amazing. Three straight wins by knockout. Knocked out Drew Dober first guy to finish him. Drew Dober by strikes, I think, in like 15 years or something. It was just incredible. So in his last three fights, six knockdowns. I fight with the Gennaro Valdez guy was ridiculous. Four knockdowns in that fight. The guy's turned a corner, man. You know, I didn't think he was that good, but he's really proven me wrong. That being said, Marcel, he's still been knocked out a couple times. I still don't trust his chain completely. He is the one New York guy I think that I'm not picking on this one. I'm going with Benoit St. Dean. I think he chin checks him. First round knockout. That's my pick. What do you think? I'm with you, man. I'm also with Benoit Saint-Denis here. I think he wins the fight, but not by knockout. I have a submission second round. Um, I th- I, the thing is, like, Frevola, very fun fighter, but Frevola is like the guy who was really good on the, who was pretty good on the ground and fell in love with the striking. And he, he paid for it a couple of times against Paulo Reyes, for example, uh, earlier in his career. Um, I think Frevola is a fun fighter, don't get me wrong, but I have more trust that Benoit Saint-Denis can pull it, up, pull it up because I think he's both try on, on the feet and on the ground very good. He's a very overall fighter. Has a good, he gets a strong game. So uh, for me, uh, Benoit Saint-Denis, submission second round. Yeah, that's our pick. We have the same one. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. It is the women's fight between Jessica Andrade and Mackenzie Dern at 115. Uh, Mackenzie Dern is favorite here, minus 200, plus 160 on Andrade. Marcel, I gotta be honest. I think Dern is like my one of my most confident picks on the card. I don't know about you, but I I think she wins. And there's a few reasons. Number one, she looked like otherworldly against Angela Hill. It was her best performance of her career. And even against Jan Janon, she looked good in that fight too. It was majority decision could have easily been like a t- draw. You know, like 
I think she's kind of leveling up. I just thought that the Hill fight was ridiculous. I think they said that that was her first fight since her divorce, right? So took a lot of frustration out. And then Andrade, again, one of my favorite women fighters of all time, really. I mean, she's been incredible. But three straight losses by stoppage. Now Ali Abdelaziz is her manager. Get through all these fights. This is her fifth fight this year, Marcel. Her fifth fight this year. And she's one in three with three stoppage losses. And she's building up prospects to fight for the belt. And that's what's going to happen here. Dern gets her to the ground and submits her in, I'll say, I'll say the first round even. I, I think Andrade, unfortunately, is on a big decline here. And she has just a hard fight. Like, don't get me wrong. Andrade still beats a lot of the women at 115. There's no doubt. Even at 125, she beats them. But a ground ace like Dern, Dern submits her. I, I'm pretty confident Mackenzie Dern this weekend. What do you think, man? Why do you think the UFC made the fight? Um, they want her to win, dude, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But um... – I'm going with a decision. I'm going with decision for Dern. I'm not taking. I'm not going with submission. Uh, I, I think Andras is, is still pretty decent, you know. But she's not top level probably anymore, you know. She got the. She's like, how can you say that? She was top level like maybe two years ago, but she got passed by some girls, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah, very bad for her actually, you know. Um, I think Durham wins the fight. I think she uh, she gets her to the ground. I, I, I don't think she submits her, but I think she wins the decision. Um, I have more trust in Durham right now than Andrade. Andrade has been submitted four times in the UFC. I don't like that at all. And also, she's like against Valentina, got finished on the ground too with the, with the strike. So she's just, you know, it's her weakest part of her game. I mean, on the, if, it's, if the fight stays on the feet, I think Andrade beats her. But even then, like, Durham has made some improvements. And Aaron Blanchard was on striking her. That was really like, like a, a, a really bad sign for me. Again, why is Ali having her fight so much, guys? Like, I, I know she said she had like lost money. Like, was it with her ex girl, ex wife? Maybe remember? Like, mm. like the ex wife took all their money or something. So it's, possible. It's, I think so. I think that's why she's fighting so often. But again, if you're getting these bad matchups, it's it's tough. I, I like her a lot in this fight, guys. I, I really think she wins. Let me get some comments here. Uh, I don't understand why I dropped to the fight because Ali Abdulaziz gets his ten percent. Taking bad fights with the cash in the company. Absolutely. She is like Lewis a little bit. The women's Lewis. He's not wrong. She can still win once in a while, right? Again, actually, I shouldn't say once in a while. Andrade still beats a lot of the women fighters at 115 and 125. But she's fighting these top five girls that are the grapplers. It's just bad matchups. Jessica Andrade's fall from grace is Thorne. Ray Ferrari is one of the worst declines I've ever seen women's MMA. I mean, Marcus, you just hit the nail on the head, brother. Andrade with the upset. Really? You think so? All right, we'll see. We're only fans pay your bills. That's what it was, yeah. Andrade X took her to the cleaners. She did. I think she took all of her money. Fucked up. Not clearly trying to make some back. I, I respect that, the hustle, but these fights are just bad matchups for her. I'm not taking her in this fight. All right, Marcel, we got two more fights here, man. Let's go to the main uh, co-main event. Mm-hmm. Tom Asimov taking on Sergey Pavlovich for the, big, or the interim UFC heavyweight title. And the odds for this one have minus 115 for Tom Asimov, minus 105 for Pavlovich. So essentially a pick them very slightly in Asimov, but essentially a pick them. You're laying juice either way. I want to hear your pick, Marcel. Who's your pick? Uh, interim yeah. heavyweight title fight. This is for the actual heavyweight title, in my opinion, not for the interim. So um, I'm saying this is for the heavyweight title. Um, yeah, I mean, fun fight, you know, uh, stylistic fun matchup as well. Pavlovich coming from all those knockouts, Aspinall from those quick quick wins as well. Um, the thing is, like, 
Asper, everybody's like, oh, Asper had a great comeback last time. Yeah, but everybody expected him to do that against Tibura. Let's be honest. He did what he had to do. And maybe not in that fashion that quickly, but everybody expected him to win that fight. Um, Pavlovich uh, got that win over Blades. Looked really good in that fight. And the thing is, I was an Aspinall first, but I overthought it a little bit. And if you think about it, Pavlovich was already in training for this fight. Or for a fight to, to, to as backup. Espinal wasn't in training. He wasn't training, but he wasn't in training for actual fight. So that kind of kind of worries me here. You know, also Espinal's knee hasn't been checked so far, in my opinion. You know, after that he came back. Man, yeah. I I honestly think I think I, I think if Espinal doesn't get the takedown, he probably just tries to get the takedown here. I think I I, I think Pavlovich knocks him out in the first round. But at the same time, don't don't be. I won't be shocked if Aspinall knocks him out or submits him because I think Aspinall have more tools to win, honestly. But I feel like it's just a, a bad moment this one for Aspinall. So Pavlovich knockout first round for me. I think we differ here. Yeah, this was this was just tough though. I'm not betting on this. I would never bet on this fight. This is too hard to bet on. I think because of the like you said, the short notice. For Tom, and then the, the fact Sergey was just a backup, like he wasn't really preparing for anyone. He was preparing for the card. They're both super impressive. Pavlovich has been ridiculous lately. The six straight knockouts, unbelievable. But you know, does have that loss to the over and got taken down and, and beaten, right? So yeah. Aspinall, I think I think Aspinall has him on the ground here, and that's that's why I'm leading him because I think he's more well rounded. So I'm seeing Aspinall, but it just worries me with the with the with the short notice. Then it, it really is a worry for me. So. Mm -hmm. When it first got announced, I was like, "Oh man, Tom Aspinall's an underdog," and that, and that plus money for sure, you know. But now you're you're laying a little bit of juice, and I know it's not a lot of juice, guys. But if you got him at plus money, I think that was a that was a good bet. But you know, for me, I'm just gonna stay away from it now at this point, Marcel. You know, I'll, I'll stay away from this one. I don't feel as good as I did a week, uh, a couple of weeks ago when it got announced. I was like, I was all gung ho and excited about it. I'm excited for the fight, but I was I was like, oh, I'm betting on an Aspinall. But now the closer it gets, I'm getting worried a little bit. You know. That's why we have time to break the fights down, right? Because sometimes your initial reaction doesn't match up with how you feel. Let, you know, fight let, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Out of the nine, out of the ten times, we we'll probably go eight times with our initial reaction, and then, and and then at a certain moment, you can still change because you overthink more stuff. You know. I think Pavlovich definitely could knock him out. I also think Tom could knock him out. But again, the reason yeah. I'm taking Tom is because I think he could also submit him. That's what I'm thinking. More ways so, to win. Yeah, I agree yeah, with you. That's why I'm taking Tom. So I'll pick Tom here by stoppage, obviously. Um, this fight is not going five rounds. I it won't be. I don't. I don't see. It. Imagine it's like the Jailton Lewis fight, Marcel. Oh my God, I hope it's not. But <laughs> I don't see it going five guys. I think it's a stoppage. I'm pretty confident it's a stoppage. Let's see some comments here. Uh, Andrade has a tool. Mentally, she might be dumb. What's up, Edward? Uh, so you like Sergey Knox and uh, Aspel? Yeah, the Sixteenth region manage huge. I don't like Aspel taking fight short notice. Didn't sound good. His conditioning. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about, Marcus. That's why I'm worried. That's why I'm worried. Sergey might knock up for sure. That's the thing, though. Like, if it is only a one round, one round fight, either way, like Tom can still win even with bad cardio and the bad conditioning for that fight. I'm, I'm not saying he's bad cardio; he's got really good cardio. But again, only has what? How much time did Tom have to prepare? Two and a half weeks, three yeah. weeks. That's not a lot of time. Have those ground games. That's what I'm saying. Again, that's why I'm I'm picking Aspinall. Yeah, I, this is not going to go far, Glenn. Caroline Pierce said there's something for Aspinall that nobody else. That you knew but nobody else okay maybe oh anyways yeah. for sure all right let's go to the main event guys last fight in the card last card last fight we'll talk about today 
and it's a good one. Yuri Prohaska taking on Alex Pereira for the UFC vacant light heavyweight title. Uh, at this point, Hill is still the champ, but when these guys enter the cage, I believe he, he vacates the title at that point, right? I'm correct? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So odds for this one, minus 125, Alex Pereira, plus 105, Yuri Prohaska. Marcel, give me your thoughts. I think the fight's amazing. I mean, it's an incredible fight. You know what? Even though they're not the biggest you know, superstars ever in the UFC, it, I don't think it gets much better than this for the 30th anniversary card. This fight's amazing. This is an incredible fight. So who's your pick, man? Yeah, it's a good fight, man. I really like it. Um, the thing is, how does uh, Prohaska come back after that uh, bad injury he had? You know, we don't know. Um, you know, I expect a stand-up battle pretty much. You know, Pereira will be uh, strong, I think. He's still got the knockout power, but I wasn't really impressed what he showed against Blahovic. I know many people were, but I wasn't, actually. Um, Prohaska, Prohaska had a lot mm. of trouble with Glover, actually, you know. Um, got the win. He probably would have lost if it went to the scorecards, if I remember correctly. Um, close fight can go either way. I feel more comfortable with picking uh, Prohaska. I pick a Prohaska by knockout in the second round. Uh, what, a, what a fight here. You know, like both guys are incre incredible, man. I love this matchup so much. Mm -hmm. You know, Yuri's fight with Glover is like one of my favorite fights of all time. That fight was amazing. It's just, again, 17 months ago, so long. It's just a long layoff. And a lot changes in the sport. And I know he's still super young and everything, but like, man, like that's a long time to be away. And in that time, since he's been off, Pereira's fought three times. He beat Israel by knockout, got knocked out in the rematch, and then beat Jan by split decision. I'm more impressed by that win over Jan than you are because, number one, it was his de debut at 205. Number th two, it was against the former champion. Number three, it was at ele that high elevation in, in Utah where it's just very difficult in your lungs. And he was the, the fresher guy who ended up grinding it out. Um, I, I was impressed by that, you know, because everyone's like, oh, he's a knockout artist. You know, the cardio is not very good, but I think he's shown pretty good cardio. He also knocked out Israel in the fifth round, too. So I'm not worried about that. Yuri, again, you know, he can go the full five, too. What I'm worried about with Yuri, guys, is, is, the, is the striking defense. I mean, he's been he's been uh, tagged quite a few times in the UFC. I understand he's not been finished, where his career has been. But Yuri has been finished in his career. He's been knocked out before. It's not like he's unbeatable. I know he's lost, won 13 straight fights. It's been impressive, but Again, he has lost. He has been finished. So it's not like he's unstoppable. Um, I won't make any uh, doubts that he's improved a lot over the years. He's incredible. I don't like picking against a guy like this because of the win streak and because he is such a good fighter, so dangerous, so dangerous everywhere. And the fact he submitted Glover is amazing, right? And we know he's knocked people out. But again, you know, Pereira is fucking dangerous too. And Pereira is still one of the best knocker artists in the UFC. And if you look at his resume, for a guy who's been in the UFC for two years, he's just been in the UFC for two years. Today is November sixth. Mm -hmm. He made his debut November sixth, twenty twenty one. Since then, he is five and one in the UFC with with three knockout wins, including two over Sean Strickland in Israel Adesanya and another win over Jan Blahovitz. It's pretty fucking impressive. So, I'm taking Pereira by knockout. So we have a different pick in this one, Marcel. I, I think he's going to catch uh, Yuri and finish him. So I mean, right. it's such a good fight. Let's see what people say. Lover Alex. Yeah. If anyone else has any comments, so throw them in there. We'll get it, but uh, let's just run back through the card, Marcel. See if we we uh, we had different picks on the main event, the co-main event. Um, the was it Ur you took Costa, I took Ursa. That's yeah. the other one. Um, you picked uh, Kong, I took Casanada, and was that it? I think that's it, right? Pretty that's sure. it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So dog wise, we had one consensus dog on the card. It's Diego Lopez. That's our consensus dog. Who's your most confident pick? Give me like. Yeah, give me your most like two two most or yeah your most confident one. two most I'll confident pick. Nasim Sadikov sure. 
Um, and let me think. My two most confident pick: Nazim Sadikov, like I said, and uh, and uh, Van Josh Van. Josh Van for me too. So I guess that's a guy we both really like, and, and I like I like I like Dern too. I think she wins too. So those are my most confident ones. Per is more technical. I'd rather lose to. I started in past King. Yeah. Well, the thing with the King Mo fight, I'm pretty sure was it was it the second fight on that of the night? Like four yeah, plus I think so. Yeah, I think so too. So like, just keep that in mind. But and the other thing is, we, we need to talk about the shoulder injury. I mean, he he could it's it's crazy enough that he's the kind of guy that's so crazy he come back better from it. But I, I don't know. What's gonna be fight of the night? Benoit Saint. Well, I was gonna say Benoit Saint for Bola, but I might get finished really quick. Um, it'll be good while it lasts. I could see. Yeah, that would. I guess that would still be my pick. I can also see Ursig and Costa being a fight of the night. I think it could be a sleeper. That's actually. I looked at the. I just realized, Marcel. I, I think I said. Uh, I thought Ricci and Lupi was the the main event of the prelims. Did they change that now to Ursig and Costa? Yeah, I don't know what's up. It's still not fully completed. So okay, they 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 but changed it around that, again. So if that's the main event of the prelims, then you can see that UFC likes that, that matchup too. It'll be a fun one. So who's your fight? Who's your pick? Yeah, I, I'm 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 torn between Diego Lopez, uh, Sabatini, and Frevola BSD. Yeah. Who's Meg Barcel? I don't know. Who is that? You spelled your name wrong. You spelled your name wrong. No, you just don't look good at it. It's clearly Big Marcel 24. That's funny. All right. <laughs> Didn't you, did you see it during the podcast? <laughs> I saw it at one point, but I wasn't really like paying attention. That's funny though. I think you hit the 42. <laughs> It was the real one. All right, Marcel, let's, let's end this podcast, man. It was it was a lot of fun, guys. Really appreciate it. But yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, Marcel, plug your stuff. Anything you want to say? Go ahead. Yeah, um, my name is Marcel Dorf. You can find my stuff at Mick Marcel forty two. No, Big Marcel twenty four. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm writing articles for Eurosport, uh, trying to do fight announcements, that kind of shit. You know. Um, yeah, weekly podcast with the. Canadian goat over here, I should say over here, Adam Martin. Uh, I'm a Adam Martin. Follow him as well on Twitter and Instagram. Mostly on Twitter or X, I should say. Um, yeah, we will be back next week. And then we have the recap of UFC 295. And we have the preview of UFC Vegas 82. Brandon Allen versus Paul Craig. And uh, I wish everybody a great uh, a great Saturday with a lot of fun fights. And I hope you enjoy the show 30th anniversary. And uh, I hope you uh, enjoyed the podcast as well, guys. Thanks. Yeah, for sure. I, I go with same sentiments. And again, you guys follow me on Twitter at Adam Martin. Always there to talk about it. Uh, talk about MMA. Um, bookies.com. I'll get my best bets out tomorrow. Now, I'm, I'm not doing as much these days, but we still got the podcast. Still do my article. Still watch the sport. I got a lot going on in my personal life, but I, I'm still I still love the sport, man. That's the one thing that's consistent in my life for the last you know 15 years has been my love for the sport. So, a couple of comments we'll get uh, before we get out of here. Peace. I appreciate that. Great show, Marcus. Always appreciate it, man. Thanks for the stream, Martin. YouTube make Martin and Meg sounds good. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Well, take this question. With, with the main events book for 279, 297 to 299, what happens with Islam? 300 is doing wrong. Is he out till summer? Maybe. I don't know. Is he out? Uh, maybe, maybe he fights uh, in the June event or something, you know, or the May one. I don't know. We'll see. Against Charles? Yeah, I would I would think against Charles. I mean, I think Ali tweeted that Charles doesn't deserve it should be Gaethje, but he 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 manages Gaethje as well, so I understand he wants that. But I think they should do the Charles rematch. I think Charles deserves it. So yeah, I agree. All right, that's my opinion, here, guys. Appreciate it. Pardon, pardon. That's okay. my opinion, dude. That's my opinion. 
and we we come to the show every Monday evening and sometimes Sunday mornings to listen to Merciful Opinion. Appreciate everyone joining us, guys. We'll be back next week. Peace.